0: Yo, yo, yo! Welcome back to the podcast. Rego
1: and Lowe's here with you. What <laughs> what's, what's going on, Lowe's? How are Hold you? How are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing yeah. good. Uh, welcome, everyone, back to uh, Brews and Blows. That's right. We got a little twist for you today, though.
0: You know, we like to change it up here every once in a, every once in a while. Uh, got an array of whiskeys here for us. Um, and we're just going to try some different stuff out.
1: Yeah, yeah. It looks like a looks like a pretty good lineup, Lowe's uh, These are straight out of uh, uh, Lowe's uh, liquor cabinet. So thank you for providing these. Um, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? What are we drinking? We're drinking the same thing. Yep. And it's um, tell us because you look you know a little bit more about it. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not entirely sure on the pronunciation because you know this is uh, Scottish stuff uh Loch Lamond uh, age 12 years Loch Um so wherever lake lamond is assuming it's somewhere in Scotland uh thank you for this and it's it's pretty smooth it's nice it's a little boozy but it's I can definitely taste the sweetness of, uh, of the uh, vanilla and then a little bite at the end so yeah. it's, it's pretty it's pretty nice it's good it's kind of dry does that make sense right mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah. Um yeah, there's a there's a dryness to it. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't carry that 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 kick that some of the whiskies give you, you know, in the back and like the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Um but it's good. Like you said, it's smooth. Um we are just drinking it neat with with one ice cube. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like that's sort it. of on
1: the rocks, but very minimal. Very minimally. Yep. Um, this is our first one. Yeah, it's our first one. We're not feeling it not, yet, gonna, so don't even think yeah, you know that we're getting all jacked up already. And and I would I would go
0: as as far as to say that Rigo and I have actually probably never been drunk in our lives. We we don't we don't get that crazy.
1: Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm uh, we're we we maintain a, a pretty good level of uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sobriety. Uh, no, no, that's a joke. And uh, um, oh, let's go to. We're nah, to cool. we try to be decent. It's just going to be a little bit from each
0: one, not a lot, you know. We're just gonna give them a, give them a taste. But yeah, um, this week, let's get to boxing, yeah. It's kind of a quiet week now. I feel like as we're getting towards the end of it, um, we're recording on Friday. sorry Thursday going into Friday. man, I, I thought today was Friday all day. This week just feels like it's been going on. yeah I heard- it's been
1: like a long week. I've heard of people, like, being so confused. Like, on, I think it was yesterday, somebody was uh, was telling people, like, happy Thursday. <laughs> I, I could just imagine those people that responded with, oh, yeah, happy Thursday. Thursday. You know, yeah. the energy, they went into work today thinking it was on Friday. Friday yeah. And the weekend was just around the corner. And all of a sudden, it's like, shit, I still have one more day to go for work. Um, so I think it's been one of those, it's a time warp, maybe, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's weird. All week I've had, a, had I thought it's a different different day of the week. Um, And yeah, today I thought it was Friday all day. Um, knowing it wasn't Friday, but I just thought it was Friday. And it's not even like it was a crazy good day or something like that, you know? Sometimes Fridays just feel nice, but just...
1: Felt like Friday. Yeah. Um, All days felt the same for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's been a little weird. <laughs> like you said, I think it's been a pretty slow, a uh, pretty slow week uh, of action of boxing. We're coming off of a, a weekend uh, where we watched probably one of the most exciting fights in. Recent memory? Well, I don't. I wouldn't say one of the most exciting fights. Yeah, it definitely was exciting, but not because there's been lower quality fights in it's the recent past. It's been two, 2021 has been extremely, extremely good to us on the boxing end. Uh, sans, some of the drama, uh, some of the drama that you know Tyson Fury and uh, Wilder have, have brought and. Uh, um, Jovimo Lopez and Camposos yeah. fight, um, some of the BS uh, sort of exhibition fights. But aside from aside from small bumps on the on the boxing road, um, it's been really good, man. So Charlo yeah. and Castano, great fight. Yeah, great That fight. was, that was um, I think,
0: like yeah, it was a great fight. I think the the the, the main thing is that it also kind of lived up to its hype, right? Um, if, if you knew if you knew um, who these boxers uh, or if you know who they are if you knew who they were um, you, you felt like you were going to get a good fight and, and you got that I, I think that's part of the, the reason why we're um, as boxing fans we're really happy to have that fight um, and I will say I'll put it out there I didn't watch it live um, like, like you were able to so I, I'll let you do most of the talking with this fight um, I kind of just caught some of the after stuff. Um, paid attention to the news and what was going on in the Twitter sphere. Um, but yeah, what did you think of the fight? Tell us.
1: Yeah, Lewis, and we still definitely want your commentary and also some of your uh, some of your uh, responses and and sort of emotions uh, while following some of the developing news uh, on Twitter. So uh, I, I watched it as as it was happening. Right, I watched the Showtime telecast. Um, And then uh, in retrospect, I said to myself, man, this would have been a really good fight to have actually been in person, live. Tickets weren't expensive. Uh, Flights to Texas are always pretty affordable. Um, Man, it would have been nice. And uh, I wish I would have thought about that. Yeah, why didn't we plan that?
0: Yeah, I don't know why we didn't. Think, talk about that even consider it
1: I don't know man but I already have my hotel reserved for September 18th oh yeah (laughs) so already I got one reserved in all (laughs) locations just in case just in case (laughs) one in Dallas and one in Vegas (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what happens but uh yeah yeah like you said um it lived up to uh it lived up to Expectations, and I think the fight went above people's expectations. I think I don't think there was a lot of hype built around it, but I think people were expecting uh, a good fight, a solid performance um, from Charlo and uh, and, and uh, Castano just to be game, super game, and he was more than game. And I think he outworked Charlo for most of the fight. Uh, he wasn't as technical uh, as as uh, as Charlo, but just his his own raw um, uh, performance uh, sort of uh, countered uh, more of Charlo's uh, technical ab- abilities. Um, I I sort of wanted to make. Uh, a a comparison with uh, with with uh, Marcos Maidana and and in, in like in the same style of boxing uh, that they do the same sort of style of, of fighting and I don't know if that's a if that's a very Argentinian thing to do uh, but um, Castano I think uh, proved proved a lot of doubters uh, wrong. Um, I think he brought the excitement to the fight. Um, and uh, and before before I ask, actually, go, uh, f- from what you saw, said and you saw maybe a replay of it, or you saw some of the highlights and, and all the hot moments, what are some of your takes on it?
0: Well, um, not so much takes yet, but I'll, I'll just ask you these questions um, uh, just to kind of, just from what I've seen, right? Um, what did you think of the... Um, What was it? I think the second or third round, Castaño landed a heavy shot on Charlo that sent him to the ropes. Um, Some people were claiming that that should have been called a knockdown. Um, Some people said, no, that was
1: just Charlo's
0: um, ducking and and backing away. What do you think?
1: Yeah, unless his knee or the glove touches, touches... Or gets
0: held up by the ropes.
1: But if he gets held by the ropes, he ha- his guard has to be down. Okay. And I don't think his guard was down. All right. Because he bounced back pretty fast, uh, if I'm remembering. Uh, so there's, there's a couple of contingencies that have to happen for that to be called uh, potentially a, a, a knockdown, right? You know, if he's held up by the ropes, but he's essentially lifeless, or his, uh, or his guard is down. Perfect example is when Diego Corrales came back from multiple knockdowns to knock out Jose Luis Castillo. Jose Luis Castillo was against the ropes, almost lifeless, and his guard had had dropped. They they, they just stopped the fight. That dude was, I mean, he was unable to come back, right? So I'm glad uh, the action wasn't stopped because I think that's also the round where Charlo was held up by the ropes. By the rope, he sort of bounced back and... And, and then uh, laid out a pretty quick combination on, on Castaño, sort of to keep him at bay, right? To remind him, it's like, hey, don't think this is going to be, you know, how the fight's going to go. Yeah. You're not stronger than me, and you're not faster than me, and you're not a better boxer than me. So yeah. we saw that, you know, that lunging, like it was like one, two, three, boop, 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 right? Yeah. Castaño slowed down his efforts for a couple of rounds. I don't know after if you remember. That, yeah, he was a little bit more cautious after the third. Uh, for because I also maybe one or two rounds. So I
0: also um, from what I saw, Charlo had landed a pretty good shot on Castaño as well. That that buckled him, but didn't bring him down. Was there? A, can you recall anything, anything like that? Um, or he hurt. He had Castaño hurt. I should say. Thought it was also in the earlier rounds, because I, I had listened to a podcast, and they said they were pleased with how Charlo didn't go crazy after he hurt Castaño, because that's what he had done to Harrison, and that's how he got caught. Yeah. Um, so he was a little more cautious, a little more wise about his movements, um, but did have Castaño hurt, from what I understood.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it was that, um, he had him hurt. Charlo had Castaño hurt a couple of times or at least shook up a couple of times that that made Castaño slow down. So I gave round two to Charlo, um, but rounds three, four, and five to Castaño. I remember Castaño slowing down in round three and being more cautious. However, he still had uh, shining moments. He still landed the flusher shots. The, the power shots, um, and and sort of uh, uh, sort of sort of boxed a little bit smarter. Um, again, yeah, I don't remember Castaño being hurt again until the later rounds. Um, was it round nine or ten? I think it was round. I think it was round 10.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know from what I've seen, some scorecards have, you know, uh, Charlo winning the 9, or, or 10, 11,
1: 12. Yeah, uh, definitely I think he might have won um, 9, 10, 9, 10. And, uh, and, sorry, it's been a few days since, it's been four or five days since the fight happened. I haven't been able to rewatch it. Um... But uh, if my notes served me right and and my scorecard, I think Charlo hurt Castaño in round 9 or round 10. Uh, Castaño was still wobbly after one round. uh, One round after he got sort of shook up about it right. And he boxed. He moved around the ring uh, pretty smartly. And he he survived. He survived. Uh, I was asking myself, why didn't he clench enough? And then the subsequent rounds to to sort of stop the momentum that Charlo was having, um, to maybe sap some energy from him, uh, and and just um, sort of break that uh, break the momentum.
0: Yeah, I think some some boxers use use it when they're supposed to, and some boxers don't, right? The yeah, plug. yeah. does it,
1: did it at least? I mean, Yeah and I different think that's a style. styles
0: too. yeah yeah different fighting styles right you you got a warrior um forming myself with it, some of this uh Hakushu Hey man you skating. uh
1: you already finished that Luke Lamont? I did man
0: God damn it was a day bro You're thirsty it was a day let's just <laughs> put it there um so couple other questions or one more real quick um before we get to your scorecard uh punch stats right I uh, Castaño landed more punches than, than Charlo threw more punches, um, which, is, which was expected. Castaño is a volume puncher. Didn't throw as much as I think people thought he was going to throw, um, but Charlo landed significantly more jabs. Is that, did you, is that something you saw as well? You could
1: tell? Yeah, yeah, I think, um, and I, I think it was, there was still some criticism that Charlo didn't throw enough jabs but, but yeah the jab was is his main weapon and also uh, what I didn't see from from Charlo at all was uh, was the uppercut mm. which has been uh, a very good a very good tool for him in, um, in his career
0: yeah
1: I think he yeah I think the jab and the uppercut uh, have been really good for him uh, he didn't throw any um, or many uh, if at all. And um, I, I think Castano Castano doesn't have the best head movement, uh, so he got stuck with the jab plenty of times. And I think I think the way he was coming in uh, to the inside, um, the uppercut would have been uh, very good for Charlo. He didn't throw it. He didn't land it. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, um, yeah but you you, you thought it lived, to, lived up
0: to the hype as well good fight right um what did what did you score it before we get to the actual scorecards
1: yeah I uh, I want to respond to to the living up to the hype I felt like I was selling the fight to to people oh, yeah to people that were interacting with me on social media yeah um, whether it was on Instagram or Twitter I felt like I had to sell it you know yeah um, I feel like I had a couple of people ask me, "Hey, what's what's on for boxing uh, this weekend? Oh, this fight you gotta catch it. If you have Showtime, catch it. If you don't have Showtime, get a free trial or, or cancel it or just enjoy one month of, of Showtime. It's gonna be worth the twelve ninety nine or whatever." Um, and the response was good, you know. Like after the fight, he's like, "Wow, you know what a great fight! Shit, uh, glad I tuned in." So forth and so forth. So not enough hype. But it lived up to the hype and went above it, uh, super enjoyable, action-packed, and I scored it 115-113 uh, uh, for Castaño. Oh, 115-113. Did you have a 10-8 in there? I No, I did not have a 10-8 in here, um, but I'll tell you what, there was one round when I went to go take a piss and I missed, <laughs> I missed most of it. Uh, but from what I saw <laughs> I uh, I think Castaño had it cuz he was bouncing back
0: yeah
1: in the late rounds he was bouncing back from uh, from getting uh, from getting buckled so I gave that round I gave round 11 to Castaño mm. okay. and I know there was another round that folks gave to Castaño but I gave to Charlo okay I don't remember which round it was. I think it was round six. If you have anybody's scorecard up, Lowe's. And don't give me that 117, 111 card. I don't wanna I don't and wanna know none there. about that
0: shit. We'll get there, dude. We'll get there. So Uh I mean two judges gave it to uh Castaño and Round six? T- round six,
1: yeah. Okay. Sorry, one judge gave it to Castaño and two judges gave it to Charlo. Okay, so I gave I gave round six to to Charlo, but I think it could have easily gone to Castano as well. Yeah. I don't remember it because that's another another time that I also went to go take a piss. Yeah. Um, that's what you but say? It is your scorecard? It could have
0: been could have been one seventeen
1: one eleven. It could have been one seventeen one eleven, but for Cast, But for Castano. Okay. Um. Okay.
0: So this is what we got here. Um, I need to see how this ended there. Oh, but he, I think he did give it a 10-8. So, 10, round 10. Round, round 10. 10. So, round 10, Steve Weisfeld gave it a 10-8 for Charlo.
1: Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. There was no knockdown. He buckled, I mean, Casano.
0: I don't know. Interesting. I mean, judges can do that, right? Um... They, they can do that if they I mean, want. Yeah,
1: it's discretionary. It's discretionary, but, you know, what What are they looking for? That's not the norm, you know, unless um, he got a point deducted for some reason. I don't well, think that yeah, happened. No, I don't
0: think that happened. Um, so here's the official scorecards. Um, so uh, Stephen Weisfeld, 114, 113 for Castaño. Um, Nelson Vasquez, which is probably the, 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 the scorecard that p- kind of put a hamper on this fight. Uh, 111, 117 to Charlo. Means he only gave three rounds to Castaño. Just three. Um, and then uh, Tim Cheatham. Uh, 114, 114. And you going to split decision draw. Yeah, how do you feel about that?
1: I don't know, I think there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of commentary, uh, a lot of discussion about, about the split decision draw. It's um, so fans
0: how that works, because um, boxing is confusing, and you, know, you, you might not understand. There's a lot of different results that can come out of a fight. Um, a split decision draw is when a boxer gets um, one judge to score it in their favor. Um, the other boxer gets another judge to score it in their favor, and then the third judge causes you to draw. Right, so that means they only got one judge each and then a draw and then the other one was a push. Um so that's that's the split decision draw. Um there's a few other ones, right? There's a bunch of different
1: it, but but yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, keep going. Um I I wouldn't say that I was happy with the decision, but I was okay living with it. I haven't been angry or bitter about it. Um because I understand how, how some of those rounds could have could have gone uh, either way, uh, and there's there's different scoring possibilities, just just lots of nuances uh, throughout the fight that could be scored differently. Um, I was I was more upset at that crazy crazy 117 to 111 round in favor of Charlo. Um, but I think overall, uh, they did boxing another disservice by by just calling it a, a, a split decision draw. I think Castano did enough to have to have won that fight. Um, I think that fourteen that 114 one fourteen one uh, fourteen draw. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting to sort of uh, explore the the scoring, uh, the scoring mechanics, uh, the nuances. Uh, what the judge was looking for, how they saw it and and why and how how they came to the conclusion that it was a one fourteen and one fourteen although maybe a one fourteen one fourteen is a better score and a more reasonable score than one seventeen one eleven for charlo
0: well yeah, and that's the weird thing about boxing, right the score like in this case the actual score of whatever Nelson uh, Vasquez g- gave Vasquez gave um, each boxer doesn't really matter right like in the height like in, in the grand scheme of things if charlo wins even if it, even if it were one even if it were 114-113 charlo right it's still it's the judge still goes to charlo like whether it's 117-111 or 114-113 whatever but it's the fact that a judge can score it that wide that that has us concerned and upset, right one seventeen, one eleven like what were you watching? And people were already worried that this fight was taking place in Texas, which is where the Charlos are from. They, they believed that the judges were going to be uh, biased towards towards one. Um, so when you see something like that, it kind of um, confirms that that suspicion right and, and makes it seem like boxing can be corrupt. Even though it doesn't actually matter in the grand scheme of things, like a draw's a draw. But it still makes us question it.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think it's, it's a thing that's going to continue to plague boxing. Um, you know, and I think in the sports world, there's a lot of circumstances in a lot of different sports uh, that the bring its... Um, sort of its its sanctity into into question. Uh, I mean it happens in soccer, right? Even though like whoever scored the most goals wins, but sometimes and like in soccer, uh, like if a if a player dives in the penalty box, dives, sorry, dives in the penalty box and they they call a penalty, but it was there was a dive. Right now, there—that's sort of a, a, a scoring opportunity that shouldn't have happened. If if there was some ethics and, and sort of a, a, a moral, a moral duty of the player to, to not play like that. Yeah. Um. So, um, man, I—we're I, not—we're—we're we're always going to live with this with, with boxing. You know, it's uh, it's that sort of that catch twenty-two, of of enjoying the sport, loving the sport. Is there's always going to be crappy judges. And sometimes really bad refereeing um, that's going to sway the decision in some way. Um, But uh, I think the world's disappointed that Castaño was not declared the winner because I have yet, yet to see anybody come to the defense or to make a, uh, uh, or to advocate for for Charlo winning or, or deserving the draw. Like there's been nobody. The draw's a gift. The draw is a gift.
0: But like like you said as well,
1: and and a lot of
0: um, the boxing community seems to echo this. Um, you're not unhappy with the, with the draw, right? So you're okay with it. So deep down, you're, you're still okay with. It. You're not unhappy with it. It happened. Um. But yeah, I have not. I have not heard anybody. Uh, be able to make a point um, that Charlo won the fight, or you know, to argue that Charlo won the fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nobody's dying on under their, on, their, on that hill. Nobody's dying on that hill. Even like Andre Ward, who prefers more technical, defensive-minded boxers. Even even he said, I think he said that uh, um, that Charlo got a, a gift. Oh, uh,
0: but. Bud Crawford Bud said, Crawford he was pretty explicit he said he said Charlo lost yeah. um yeah so okay yeah the scoring drama kind of sucks now um obviously you watched the fight do you want to see the rematch are you excited for the rematch
1: I'm not that excited for the rematch no, no. I like I want to watch it I want to see it uh but I'm not like I'm not super like gun ho about it I'm not like Hella, like crazy. No. Uh, no, no, and I. Not, why? I'll tell you why. Because now there's a bigger potential for Charlo to actually win the fight. Yeah. I think I think Castagne got screwed over because in the rematch, dude's gonna lose. So you think it's a Charlo Harrison two thing? Absolutely. Yeah. Charlo has world-class trainer, a wor- world-class training facilities. And that dude, we saw what he did got against power. Harrison. He got power. You know he he fixed he fixed all his mistakes, and yeah. he's gonna do the exact same thing. I think he's gonna box the brakes out of Castano in the rematch, unless Castano does something so crazy and so wild to his routine that it disrupts everything that that Charlo thinks is gonna happen. In, in the rematch. Yeah. Like, Castaño would need to go and get a, like, a new training regimen, potentially bring in a consultant. Which or, is hard to do. Or a new trainer. Which is hard to do. And especially for these, like, Argentinians, these dudes that, like, technically, like, trained by their childhood uh, boxing coaches. Kind of like kind of like Anello. You know? Like, I... I, I think... I, I think there's... The, a lot of things need to happen for, for Castaño to avoid uh, a loss. Yeah. So I think Charlo is is fully capable of making uh, the the changes to mm-hmm. uh, in the next fight that that would see him get the victory. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Do you think it's pay-per-view worthy? Uh, Number two. Nah, nah, nah.
1: Okay, nah, I don't.
0: So if you don't, if you're not too excited about the um, rematch, wh- who do you want to see? either fighter take on
1: I mean I want the rematch to happen I'm just not that excited for it okay fair well here's a wrench to
0: throw (laughs) into your shit not sure if you've seen this Um, so both Charlo and Castaño obviously have their belts Um, but the mandatories have been called um, for the sanctioning bodies um, for Char- or from the sanctioning bottles of Charlo's belt. Um, the, di- the IBF is ordering Jamel Charlo to fight uh, Bakram Murtazeliev? How do you pronounce that, Rigo? You're better at that.
1: Uh, yeah, Bakram Murtazeliev?
0: Yeah, so they, they're giving it 30 days. Um, they're saying that this fight has to be negotiated and signed within 30 days or it'll go to purse bid. Um, So the rematch may not come until 2022. The WBO um, is uh, uh, Castaño's body right now for the the belt he has. Um, And they they haven't ordered the the mandatory fight yet. But now that the IBF has, um, I imagine... And it's believed that the WBO will go ahead and, and um, call for this fight. Uh, Castaño actually has to defend against uh, Tim Zhu, bro. Which I think is actually pretty dope. Um, so we're not going to have the rematch. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with uh, Castaño. And now he would have to go to, to Australia to fight Tim Zhu. Um, why can't Tim Zhu come over here? I was, I was going to say that. And why, like... Damn, that sucks, right? Castaño's doing well. He had to come to he had to go to Texas to fight, and I imagine he'd have to go to Australia to fight Timzu. Timzu's a big name there. Um, he would draw a much bigger crowd there than I think Castaño would get anywhere else if I'm being honest. I mean that fight um, could happen
1: in Argentina too. It could. I don't I, I think it's unlikely. I don't think Tim's I don't think Tim is, is the A side. He's not. He's not. Um He's 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 not
0: when you look at it on paper, but when you're looking, when you're talking about the the draw and the money side, I, I do believe that Tim Zo might be the a side. Um, he has his dad's name to go off of, um, and the whole country of Australia behind his behind his back. Um, so the rematch may not come anyway, Rigo, So there you go,
1: you got your wish. <laughs> um, this guy, this guy's making it seem like I've been uh, praying. <laughs> Uh, to the Saints for this not to happen. Of course, (laughs) of course I want the fight to happen. I'm just not, I'm I'm just not, like,
0: excited about it (laughs) anymore. Did you have Charlo in your uh, pound-for-pound list? No. Okay, cool. Neither of them. We can move on then. I didn't either. Yeah.
1: And And I
0: I think this confirms, let's let's talk about just for one one minute, exactly. I think this confirms why he's not on the pound-for-pound list for a lot of people, right? Like, I not that Castaño is a bad, a bad fighter but if you're on the pound for pound list you you you, just, you you win that fight. Um yeah so let's move on from there uh news uh I think oh one thing for sure this would have been fight week this would've been Wilder Fury uh three fight week but yeah. instead we have fucking Joy Joyce fighting or some shit like that. So I'm pretty upset that that's why it's been quite a quiet week. Joe
1: Joyce is good. Oh, no, he's good, but I he's would you good. not
0: rather watch Fury Wilder 3?
1: Yeah, and I don't know who <laughs> Joe Joyce is fighting. I, I don't know. And for being boxing podcasters, man, we kind of suck. Fuck. Yeah, dude, we, we <laughs> said, we've said, like, hey, is, we're growing. Oh, Carlos Takam. Yeah. That might be decent, but Joyce is. Joyce is I'm just is, saying he's doing away saying, with them. He's doing away live, with
0: them under like five rounds. It doesn't live up to the Wilder Fury hype.
1: No, absolutely not. No, the Joe Joyce vs Carlos Takam uh, is excited. nowhere near, nowhere near the magnitude of a of a Fury Wilder. I had I had requested tomorrow. I had requested see you tomorrow because I thought it was like, Friday. Yeah, I had yeah, requested like Saturday months, evening months off. Months ahead. I
0: had, yep, I, I was ready to host something here at the house. For, yeah. you know, first host night, but. We don't get shit because Fury's dumbass. Um,
1: uh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't think we should give too much energy to uh, Tyson Fury. Um,
0: shithead. <laughs> yeah. So in bigger news this week, I think. I think this is what's taken over, right? What's kind of taken over the Twitter sphere and the in the boxing world. Um, the W. Yep. What, yep. The WBO has ordered um, a welterweight title fight. Between Bud Crawford and Sean Porter. Sean Showtime Porter. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. Huh? Um, but. Why? Uh, I just. it Crawford has come out and said he doesn't want to fight Sean Porter before. He said it's his friend. He doesn't want to fight him. Although they've ordered it, I just. I don't I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen until I see both boxers in the ring. Let's just put it there. I, I want to see it happen. I think I, I. am. I am sad that Bud Crawford hasn't fought as much as you know hasn't fought as much as he should have. Um, he's obviously one of one of my favorite fighters. Uh, the only fighter I've paid to go see um, fight. Uh, so I want to see him active, and it makes me sad that he's not. And I don't know if I blame him or top rank. But I just don't believe that this fight will happen until I see them in the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it's solely a top rank uh, issue. I think I think Crawford is a little bit of a uh, I think he's picky. I think he's picky. I think I think Bud thinks he deserves uh, more of a spotlight or more of a superstar treatment, and he doesn't feel like he's getting it. Um, otherwise, he'd be he'd be fighting left and right. Um, I think so. That's my that's my uh, unprofessional opinion, unbiased opinion. Un, un, and unbiased, and and very just personal commentary on it. Yeah. Um, I think he has plenty of opportunities to have picked up fights. Um, I think that uh, Errol Spence fight should have been made, could have been made already. Uh, that could have been the next. Like the winner of that would would become more of a household name, right? And and Bud Crawford wins that fight, and he most likely ends up number one or number two in the pound for pound, and Errol Spence crock, uh, uh, cracks the top five, or even the top three, if he would if he if he wins. Yeah. Um, and we don't know if we'll ever get that fight either, because well, Spence is already yeah. talking
0: about moving up.
1: Yeah, yeah, Spence. Spence is, I think he's. And chasing, I don't think he's
0: ducking him either.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I I believe Spence is not ducking at all. I don't believe that from from Crawford. Honestly, that's just my opinion. Again, yeah, probably unpopular. They're both ducking each other. They're both ducking each
0: other. <laughs> they're, both, they're both quacking. Um, yeah, so I, I I do think it's it's a. A great fight, honestly. Um, this would be and correct me if I'm wrong. This would actually be uh Crawford's toughest fight at Welterweight since he's been there. Um, which has been you know a few years, oh, uh, how long? Shoot, five years has he been welterweight? Five years, oh, he's been welterweight, something like that. Anyways, um, it's crazy, you know. He was he was great at 140, undisputed. One of the best, I think he's been uh, lackluster in at 147. Just hasn't gotten the
1: big fights. Um, so I think I, just I want, because of that, I think just because he hasn't, he hasn't fought very much. At least uh, like top opposition, I think he still has the skills. I think he still looks looks great when when he does fight. Um, I'm in the camp that thing's resume matters.
0: Resumes matter. The
1: resumes matter.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. He has the skills. Um, but resumes speak volumes. Uh, but yeah. You, are you excited for the fight, though?
1: If it happens, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Crawford beats Porter. Yeah? Knockout? No. 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 Errol Spence could going to knock him out. I don't think Crawford could do it either. No, nah, Crawford can't do it.
0: It would be a good fight. I um, I also give it to Crawford, although I would not be upset with an upset um, from Porter. I like I like
1: uh, I like Sean Porter. I would prefer an upset. Why? Instead of keeping uh, Bud Crawford's record intact, mm-hmm. I think because we got to continue having these conversations of demystifying that zero.
0: Yeah.
1: That undefeated. Just because you're undefeated doesn't mean that you're, like, great, 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 like, awesome, legit. Sure, it's got a ton of value, but what created that? You what think, created that value? Do you value? think
0: boxers, um, their legacy could become greater, or those boxers could become greater after they've had that defeat? Yeah, absolutely. Right? They stop worrying about that O oh, and just worry about legacy, worry about
1: fighting the best. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like Evander Canelo. Holyfield, Canelo, Lennox Lewis, Muhammad Ali, like everybody. Everybody that's anybody who loses says have Chavez, everybody goes through losses, right? Um, and I think just sort of keeping that, that undefeated record, um, I think it's more ego than anything else.
0: I still understand it, man. But... Uh that's that. That's but cool. Anyways. Well, we'll keep y'all updated on that. Hopefully, it happens. Yeah. Um, incredibly excited to see uh, Crawford back in the ring. Um, hopefully, this is the fight. Although, sorry, I know we said remove we'll um, Crawford. Ha- there was talks of Crawford fighting somebody else in October, so I don't know how that will happen. And to add to that, Sean Porter had COVID uh, earlier this year um, and was symptomatic, lost his taste buds, and everything. So it'll be very interesting to see how he reacts in the ring. Um, I know we saw uh, Miguel uh, Bertet, um you know, struggle in the ring, and he had also he also had COVID before that.
1: So we'll see how that changes things. Um, yeah, those are really good points uh, to bring up, Los. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, obviously, it could it could have some some consequences, uh, I repercussions. Just, I, I
0: want to see a prime. Um, Sean Porter in the ring, you know. If it's gonna be Sean Porter against Crawford, I want to see a prime Sean Porter. Like I want, I want to see the best of him.
1: Yeah, well, I hope Sean uh, does his due diligence and you know he respects um, you know his body and his uh, his health status. You know, if he's not, if he doesn't feel a hundred percent, then he shouldn't take the fight, right? And I'm sure there's ways to measure, like, lung capacity and, like, fatigue and, you know, different things that are COVID-related, which would allow him to to make the smartest decision for himself. Yeah. He shouldn't try to make the fight just for the sake of being in the ring and satisfying a a boxer's desires, right? Mm. Like, if he's... If his lungs are not 100%, like, don't even take that fight. Like, don't even take that fight. Um... Nah, I mean it's a big payday, man.
0: Too. <laughs> Although the purse bid starting at two hundred thousand, does that seem low? Host
1: that shit here, or just
0: yeah. You know, hey, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a GoFundMe. <laughs> um, all the funds go to the fight. It's gonna be called uh, Loses uh, Backyard Bras. <laughs> backyard Bras. Um, we'll put a ring back there. Beer will be provided if we can get two hundred thousand. <laughs> uh, bring your own food, though. Los, did you ever do backyard boxing? Yo, man, I have not and we're and, and, and getting a little off topic. Um, I've been, this is weird, I'm not a very violent person. Um, like, I, I don't, I've, I've been in, like, two fights my whole life, and I was super young, I was in, like, middle school. Um, but I've been craving that. Yo, like, let's, like, like, let me put some gloves on with someone. Let's just hit each other. I got gloves at the house. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, let's just, let's just see what happens, man. So, no, I never did any backyard bras. Uh, we used to wrestle. Like we used to have trampoline and do like WWF WWE style oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, was there was a warehouse too. on top of uh, behind the house, and we would just jump off of there onto the trampoline and it's crazy. have tables and like actually break the tables. Damn. That was that was pretty fun.
1: Did you? Did you do some backyard bros? Uh we well, yeah, dude. Growing up, we did a lot of backyard with boxing. Con tus primos? A lot, yeah, man. <laughs> with with everybody, with all of them, everybody in the neighborhood, everybody around. Uh, we did. Um, we we built a makeshift ring and we always had uh boxing gloves and we settled a lot of disputes like a lot of legit mm. like, neighborhood disputes with that that's that's dope yeah That's dude. dope you know what's cool man is if you can
0: like and not not that violence is always the answer right but sometimes you just need to get it out be done get 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 the drama behind you um so it's cool when you can when you can when you have that when you can you know, if you have a homie and, and you are boxers and you just wanna settle disputes, let see who wins this round, whatever it but then you p- put it behind you, it's done, right? But some people don't do that shit, right? Like they lose and then they get all fucking sour. Yeah, it gets worse. It gets worse. Yeah, the yeah. beef the beef like, like becomes dude, we already worse. did this, it's done. Yeah. Get, like that's I don't know. So but Yeah. But I do wanna yeah, we should do that. Maybe we'll get some get some gloves and just
1: host a YouTube live for charity (laughs) I got my money on Lowe's Uh, and Um, now we've moved on to uh, Woodford Reserve yeah
0: what do you think you've had it before probably yeah it's a pretty mainstream popular uh, uh, bourbon whiskey yeah yeah, uh, this has that 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 kick that I was talking about earlier, right? Yeah, it's really
1: it just... bad—not bad, but really strong bite. let's yep. um, taste some of the uh, caramel, maybe well, some baked—oh, like, the caramel baked, for sure! Yeah, yeah, baked apples and peaches. Oh, so this is healthy? I don't know if it's healthy. <laughs> get my get my fruits in, but well, you can definitely taste
0: the spice. Oh yeah, the uh, the, the ha, um, Hakushu was pretty good too, but um, I don't even remember. I've just been sipping through these. Yo, i just had
1: little ones though, not not crazy big, just little. Yeah, maybe like a finger worth, no?
0: Yeah, like a finger worth. That's pretty good. Move if move we're doing the a, next
1: one, if we're doing a tasting of all these, yeah, maybe like one finger. Doing a one finger, um, it's it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Um,
0: you, let us know if y'all like whiskey. What your favorite whiskey is? Um. Scotch, you know, dark liquors, soup. Yeah, yeah let us know. Uh, other stuff, Olympics, the Olympics are going on right now. I don't know much about amateur boxing, if I'm being honest. Uh, I don't follow that, that side of the boxing world, um, but it is cool. You know, Olympics are once-in-a-lifetime type of thing for a lot of these cats. Um, someone I am following, though, because um, he's from Juarez, Chihuahua. Um, Rogelio Romero Torres. Yeah, he's in the Olympics. Um, first fight coming up, July
1: twenty eighth. Is he fighting uh, for the U.S. or for Mexico? No, oh, for Mexico. Mexico. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, my tío from from what is actually is the one that told me about him. Um, so I'm gonna follow him, see how he does throughout this. Um, I'm excited for that. Uh, are you paying attention to any Olympic boxing at all, Rigo? Uh,
1: I have it. I have it flagged on on uh, sort of like TiVo or whatever. I have some recordings uh, set up already uh, for boxing and soccer, really, um, and some other like pentathlons and triathlons. Oh stuff. yeah, man, that shit's fun. Uh, cycling, but um, sprinting,
0: swimming—that stuff's entertaining.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's—they're cool to watch. I I like watching the Olympics, uh, summer Olympics more so than winter Olympics. But but any, yep. anywhere where, where like you're putting your body to, to the maximum limit is is pretty pretty uh, amazing to watch oh, to definitely. see. Oh, um, Boxing has always been some of my favorite matches uh, to watch. I remember uh, Floyd Mayweather getting screwed over at the 1996 Olympics you in Atlanta. That? I remember that man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember won. that. He won clearly. It was but, against uh, uh, a, a, Russian, Russian. Korean. a Korean.
0: Korean. Korean. Yeah. Korean yeah what was the 96 those were in US, right? yeah, the US right At the US Atlanta yeah yeah um, yeah I, uh,
1: I haven't watched much amateur Olympic boxing one of the one of the one of the boxes that I was super excited in in the in the past I think it was also a 96 no it was a 2002 Sydney 2002 2002
0: 2004 then or 2000 because 96 would have been 96, maybe it was 2000, 2000 then 2004 2000.
1: Maybe it was two thousand Sydney Olympics. Um, Rocky Juarez, who ended up getting the silver medal in uh, in maybe lightweight, and he had a decent career in boxing uh, as a professional, but nothing, nothing. Uh, as expected, like no. he was hyped. Yeah, like there was hype behind Rocky Juarez. Yeah, there was and, hype out of Rocky Juarez, and he didn't live up to it. Yeah, and, and that think, sucked.
0: And I think that's something we were talking about earlier before the podcast, right? Um, amateur and Olympic boxing is just so different than professional boxing. Um, amateur boxing, you know, it's few rounds. There aren't as many as KOs. It's more point-based. Um, so you're you're training a different style. Um, And some people thrive under that style and not so much in the professional world and vice versa. Uh, May not have been a good amateur fighter, but a great professional fighter. Um, Which brings me to my next point, Um, the professional boxers can now um, fight in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think many boxers are gonna do that because, like I said, it's just different styles. And why fight in why fight in the Olympics when you can make you know over a million dollars fighting? You know, if you're a good professional
1: fighter, it makes no sense. Yeah, um, but, but what's more important sometimes, especially <clears throat> okay? Um, I assumed and I, I didn't know this. I didn't know professional boxers could fight in the Olympics. Now, uh, Lowe's was telling me about it before we started the recording. I was very surprised. But I knew. I assumed there had to be some, uh, some like different, different uh, concessions given, uh, or or taken away from from the boxer, or, or you know uh, certain nuances that, um, uh, that had to sort of play out for them to be able to box in the in the Olympics.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure about the whole, uh, like what the, you know, what, what the entire um, requirements are or qualifications to, to be able to fight in the Olympics. Um, I just know that, like the reason I, I found that out is because uh, Keyshawn Davis, who was um, a highly touted uh, Olympic boxer, um, amateur boxer, um, recently turned pro earlier this year, I think, and then is now actually going back to the Olympics. Um, so that's how I found out um, he was only like five months into his professional um, career okay. so it's not a lot so I don't know if there's certain, certain, certain amount of fights that you, you can have under the belt to come back to amateurs or um, t- or if it's length you know length of time um, but yeah I mean I don't think there's gonna be many professional boxers flocking to, to this sport you know or to, the, to that side of the
1: sport yeah I don't think there's going to be many household names who, who are going to take that opportunity uh, one um, a payday is always better than than, than anything else and, and two if you're already a household name in professional boxing most likely you already have a pretty what did, established what did, what
0: did Mayweather say you can't feed your
1: family with legacy yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah but there might be some up-and-comers, some prospects, some, some boxers under 10 under ten wins, 10, 10 fights, professional fights. Who may want some of that?
0: Yeah, you should definitely keep an eye out for Keyshawn Davis if you want to watch some U.S. boxing. Um, I think he's one of the favorites to, to bring back a gold medal. Um, no, yeah, which, definitely when's the last, when's the last definitely gold medal we Men's gold medal in boxing from the U.S. Um, it's been a minute. Wilder had a bronze. Jermaine Taylor? Jermaine Taylor?
1: Super middleweight, I think. When was that? Uh, Early shit.
0: 2000s? Maybe, maybe, in, maybe in 2000. Um, for women's, we've had some gold. Some U.S. Gold medal boxers. Clarissa shields. Clarissa shields two times. She likes to love. She loves to talk about that on Twitter. Yeah, rightfully <laughs> really so. But yeah, well, that's, that's something you can
1: like, Yeah, you can't take away. You can't take that away from her. Nah, if I had she, a, she
0: earned it. I would hella be. I would hella Be telling people I had a gold medal. Yeah, I'd carry that shit around with me all the time. Yeah. Hey, yeah. look. Yeah. <laughs> bam, bam. Yeah, but the
1: United States has has really, really long, long history of of, of meddling. In uh, in world affairs, just kidding. In, uh, <laughs> in boxing, <laughs> gold medals, silver medals, bronze medals. The United States amateur boxing has has been uh, pretty good historically. Uh, probably only only bested by by Cuba and maybe Russia. But aside from that, um, yeah, U.S. boxing amateur boxing has been pretty top notch.
0: Yeah. Um... By the way, I wanna mention this cup that I'm drinking out of this glass, I should say. I call everything a cup, by the way. Um it's kinda corny. It's got this like uh like a Lysol like a Lysol type uh um a logo, but it says whiskey. Kills ninety nine percent of coronavirus. Now, where'd you get that? It was a gift from some homies. Uh yeah. Damn. It's my favorite whiskey drinking glass now.
1: They sound like anti-vaxxers.
0: Uh, they're, they're Vaxxers. Nah, just, they're Vaxxers. <laughs> they're vaxxers.
1: Nah, I'm but just playing. That's pretty cool. It's look. like laser etched.
0: Huh? Yeah, it's, it's, like I said, like I said, it's corny, but it's it's kind of cool. I like know? it. Yeah, um, I don't drink that much whiskey, y'all. Uh, let's get into upcoming fights. Uh, it should have been Wilder Fury, unfortunately, it's not because fucking Fury's a dumbass. Um, so. Uh, Friday, July 23rd on Showtime, Super Middleweight Fight, Calvin Henderson versus Isaiah Steen. Do you know either of those two guys,
1: Rego? Uh, no, but, uh... They're fighting in Nebraska. Yeah, Grand Island. What the fuck? How far is that? Grand Island? Yeah. Like, uh, six, eight hours maybe? Down or what? Uh, no. Quick, quick road trip? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have better shit to do. Uh, but I saw uh, Al Bernstein uh, on Twitter talking about... So he's going to be on location in Grand Island. And I guess he had, he arrived at the airport last night, like at midnight. Uh, and, you know, people were giving him shit. Being in, like, middle of nowhere in Nebraska and all this. But he seems to be having a good time. Grand Island's a is a little Midwestern... Excuse me, little Midwestern town. Um, been there once. Been there once. Uh, nothing special. Never been there. Why yeah. did you go to Grand Island, Nebraska? uh... I don't know, man. I can't remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, Saturday, July twenty-fourth. Joe Joyce versus Carlos tacan which we had talked about, like which I'd mentioned, and I wasn't shitting on Joe Joyce. I'm just saying it's not a fucking wilder fury fight and joy joyce is also heavyweight for those who don't know um so it's still good jo- joe joyce is one of the better heavyweights up there you yeah. know top 10 for sure top five maybe um heavyweight division is also ha- and has been for some years kind of you know not, not as deep um but yeah um joe joyce and six cool Joe Joyce in six. Let's see. Oh, by the way, oh, yo. Oh, man. No, wait. Hold up. By the way, my draw hit. I put money on the draw again. Like I told you, I missed on that on that fucking Jojo Diaz one, but I didn't miss out this time.
1: So Lowe's is talking about he put money on the Charlo Castaño draw
0: yep. and it hit. It hit, man. How much did you win? Uh, let's just say it was um plus 1700 for the fucking odds. So,
1: uh,
0: plus eighteen hundred. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So for every dollar bet, it was um, eighteen dollars in, in, in profit.
1: So you won eighteen dollars. Maybe. <laughs>
0: Whatever. If it was eighteen dollars thirty six. I only bet a dollar. <laughs> I'm just happy, yo. That shit's tight. I put a draw on every every fight that I think is gonna be close. I put a draw on it and
1: it hit. It paid out. Lowes. Lowes. I will implore you. Drop a hundred next time. No, nah, man, Drop a hundred. Come That's, on. My whole DraftKings account is a hundred bucks. Come on. <laughs> Take small. a risk.
0: So I bet, Take remember, a risk. Remember, I told you I started with five bucks. Yeah. Now I'm at ninety five. Last time I was at like fifty.
1: So I mean, it's
0: working out for me.
1: Lowe's is you a know? Warren Buffett. Speaking of Nebraska, <laughs> Lowe's is a Warren Buffett of uh, of. Of I, just betting, do, I just do it for of fun. Of gambling. You I just know? do it for fun. Um, Small incremental but with you know obviously with you know with consistency. Yeah. With it consistency. Was, it was cool. Um I was happy with that. Um so hey, but I gasped. I gasped
0: that July thirty first. Yep. Tell us about it, Lowe's. Uh Connor Ben versus um Adrian Granados. What do you think? This is going to be a really good fight. That's a good fight. And on DAZN, if, if for those who don't know, DAZN is very inexpensive. Um, if you
1: need my login, hit me up. I'll share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a good... Yeah, what are you... you excited? I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this fight. I actually didn't know this was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm glad we're doing this sort of upcoming fight uh, segment. Connor Ben also an up-and-comer. Uh, up and com- uh, up and comer and he's Nigel Benz yep. son yep, which, is, which UK. Is, seems
0: to be a theme right now
1: yeah and and he's he's a prospect
0: he's, they're doing this I think at uh, um, Eddie Hearn's backyard
1: remember he, he has the whole fight camp
0: stuff oh that's right yeah and Eddie Hearn's is rich as fuck so he can host fights on his backyard
1: that's crazy this is a matchroom headquarters that's interesting yep um Adrian Granados has been on the on the on the receiving end of some really bad uh, decisions in the in the past, but Adrian Granados is, is super game. It is super game. Uh, he's super game. He's like crazy talented. Always overlooked. Um, he's gonna bring it. Yeah, he's gonna bring it.
0: It's gonna be really good. I might put money on that as if, as the upset. If the odds are right, I'm gonna put
1: money on, on Granados. It might, man. Especially if Nigel—if Nigel hasn't been hit, uh, sorry, Connor. Connor. If Connor hasn't been hit by 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 like a solid uh, puncher boxer, yep. this is gonna be his first test. Yeah, no, it'd
0: be good. It'll be good. We'll definitely tune into that. Um. Uh. Yeah. Anything else you wanna you wanna say, Regs? Not at this moment.
1: Uh, about boxing. Whatever. Or about life. Whatever. Um. I'm not enjoying the Woodford Reserve that much, especially well, after having something so smooth as the Loch Le Mans. This was actually,
0: yeah, that Lost Le Mans was actually really good. And it has cobwebs on it, so <laughs> I've, I, I haven't never tried it, uh, but it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Uh, so thank you for bringing these out. Uh, thank you on the other end for joining us for a little bit of banter and a little bit of shit talking and as yeah as we like sort of explore different methods and different ways to record los good seeing you hey
0: good seeing you as well bro uh, appreciate it thank you all uh again always hit us up on social media let us know if you have any questions comments concerns um that's it for tonight peace out good night